hit it. This is Disaster. <laughs> the podcast that contains themes of an adult nature and lots of fucking swearing. Or not enough fucking swearing, according to your point of view. And nudity? No thanks. Suit yourself. What has it got then? Well, in this loosely packed episode, we talk about the things we've been doing before we did this. And our main topic is how to not die. Oh, I thought it was health and beauty. Not on dessert, I don't think so. Anyway, it's the same thing. Okay. Well, then we'll have the news. Is that still called the news? Uh, surely it's called news. 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 Yes, it is. I haven't finished yet. <laughs> news. News. Annoyingly. <laughs> then we'll have a social media roundup. Uh, which could feature your most intimate thoughts up to a maximum of 140 characters. I'm Dirty South. And I'm Dulwich Raider. And we're in a pub. So, Raider, what the hell have you been doing lately? Well, I went out recently to Tooting. Mm. Went out to Tooting. Oh, oh, yes. Did you know Roxy's moving to Tooting? I have heard that, yes. I read it, actually. She is moving to Tooting, that's right. I have written a piece up on deserted.co.uk. Um, what does she do for a living out of interest, just as uh, an aside? Do is she remember? a golf professional? No. <laughs> Isn't it something to do with... Uh, was it something to do with marketing or something? Oh, that rings a bell. She I don't did, know what she She does. did work for Unilever for a bit, didn't she? Because she had that perfume idea. Oh, yes. I forget what it was called, but I remember the strap line. Yeah. Get that freshly fucked feeling. <laughs> that, that's she didn't when last she, there, did that's she? That's when know? they let her go, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's moving to Tooting, and we went down to take a look at her new ends, mm-hmm. uh, me and Half-Life. Uh, needed to say he was late. And how was Tooting? Well, was... Let me tell you some things about it. Uh, we lo- liked the markets there. Oh, yes, yes. The, the last time I went there was probably 10 years ago, and there's certainly nowhere to have a sit-down and a drink. Mm. And now there's plenty of places. Yeah. Um, it's getting a bit like um, Brixton Village. Right. Do you um, think it will get go full Brixton, Brixton Village with champagne et fromage? <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. I mean, it's all about the balance in those sort of uh, ecosystems, isn't it, between the old and the new. So there's a lot of old stalls. Mm, good, good. Um, and these new drinkeries and eateries, which together made for a very stimulating environment. One yeah. In fact, the Tutti Market is South London's biggest covered market, so it's actually bigger than uh, Brixton. That's I understand. almost interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. oh, he's, 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 he's bitter, isn't he? Bitter. Um, well, yeah, so it'd be nice if its, if its progress kind of stopped there and it just remained as gorgeous as it is now. Its progress may stop very suddenly indeed because right. uh, its, its presence is threatened by Crossrail 2. Yeah, I don't get this. I mean, we haven't even seen Crossrail, Crossrail yet, have we? <laughs> I don't think there's any need for a sequel. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Crossrail, which is uh, yeah, this fabulous idea to transport the people of Hampshire to Surrey and right. vice versa, yeah. um, may require Tooting Market to be compulsory purchased so that these passengers can breathe. Something about ventilation shafts. Yeah. Not in my opinion. No, so they, they really shouldn't be breathing. Um, so anyway, then we went up and down the Mitcham Road and uh, went to various establishments there, the highlight of which for me was probably the Tram and Social, one oh, of you three that, antique yeah. pubs. Yeah. Uh, I'm a sucker for a high roof and live music, so mm. as soon as I walked in there I thought, this is the place for me. 
Yeah, three antic pubs on one road. Uh, I mean, people are always moaning they're all the same. Are they all the same? No. I mean, this the Channel Social is you know architecturally splendid and for live music and events. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Antelope is more for the beer drinker, a bit of an old school booze. It was an old pub uh, owned by the old Anchor Brewery. Um, right. Whereas the Gravney and Meadow, unusually for an antic pub, opens at ten. What? A.M. I should oh, add. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking worried there for a minute. Uh, and it builds itself more as a sort of a cafe bar and oh. offers yoga and children's activities, etc. I suppose if you're going to do yoga anywhere, it's nice to do it in a pub. Exactly, you might get a chance of a pint. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't stay long in that one. And as you pointed out, some of those positions are, are very similar to uh, ones you can achieve by drinking whiskey near water hazards. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, a good fun meeting Half Life's mate Dodger in the long room. Oh yes, he's he's engaged in trying to get the two 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 bus route extended from Hounslow to Tooting. That's quite an extension. Yeah, it makes sense when he when uh, he explained it because basically it would allow the people of Tooting to say they're getting the two 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 to Tooting. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be done, hasn't it? Yeah. And according to Half-Life, he's got a meeting with Sadiq Khan about <laughs> next week. Come on, Sadiq. Apparently Boris had no truck with it. Well, he um, But, of course, Sadiq's a local boy. Right. He's from Tooting, so he loves yeah. the idea of the 222 yeah. to Tooting. Of course he does. Once he'd said it, he could see the magic of it. Yeah. It was good for meeting Dodger. We actually took him on our next trip, didn't we? We did, yes. We went to Brighton uh, during the Cheltenham Festival. Uh, we often go to the seaside to spend the day between bookies and pubs, mm. winning money. Yeah, probably. Um, and yeah, we had a lovely day out in Brighton. I hadn't been there for a long, long time. Something um, magic happens when you get off the train and walk out of the station there, yeah. doesn't it? You, it's like going through a sort of portal to a more relaxed zone. It's very mu- much more chilled than London. It's also so, so much smaller and doable, isn't it? Mm. There's always some sort of um, unique weather system going on, isn't there? There bloody was, wasn't there? We went to see the sea, and you couldn't see the sea, even on the seafront. It was sunny till about two miles out, wasn't it? And then uh, the sea mist had rolled in. You couldn't see the sea, you couldn't see the 360 British Airways needle, whatever the frick it's called. Couldn't see anything. No, it was cold. You had to feel yourself, feel your way from one pub to the next. Mm. But nevertheless, atmospheric. um, What was your pint of the day in Brighton? Pint of the day was probably my first at the Brighton Beer Dispensary, at the Brighton Beer Pale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a taste of that when you weren't looking. It was... Um... Oh, <laughs> I thought it had gone down. That was delicious, yeah. yeah. Uh, my recommended pint of the day that to me. was, was uh, also at the Brighton Beer Dispensary, the uh, Sirens uh, Vermont Tea Party. Yeah, so I would suggest if you're going to Brighton for beer, you've got to go there. To the Brighton Beer Absolutely, Dispensary. you'd be missing out if you because, don't. Because you know, as much as fun as we had watching ourselves lose money on a giant screen, yeah, best pints were all there. Yeah, that was in the Sussex, wasn't it? Um, yeah, we went to the Duke of Welly or the Duke of Boot, as the locals call it. That was good fun as always. Fortune of War on the front, of course. One disappointment was finding the Engineer, the mm. horse racing pub of the year, 2016, which is just up towards Preston Park from the station, mm-hmm. that actually changed its name and no longer showed the horse racing. That was rather unfortunate, wasn't it? Yeah, although well, it was fun watching it on the bar on Dodger's phone. That's true. <laughs> I've forgotten about that, yeah. 
we didn't stand out at all. Mm. And we met some nice drug addicts as well we, on the way, outside, didn't outside, we? Outside, they were lovely, weren't lovely, they? Yeah, yeah very, very polite, charming drug addicts. Um, yeah. It's just it's so different, it's so different. And then we bought a bottle of wine for the train home. Mm. Textbook. Yeah, so naturally, we had uh, something of a hangover the next day. Mm. Uh, so but I'm, work to do. <laughs> but work to do, because it was St Patrick's Day and Gold Cup Day. So I tried to restore myself at Maggie's Caf in Lewisham, oh, yeah, institution yeah. of fried breakfasts. And Maggie was resplendent in all green, of course. And um, she delivered me my full English with a glass of whiskey at 9.30 in the morning. She went round the entire place doling out whiskey to all her diners oh, that's <laughs> for St Paddy's Day. Was she topping it up like she does with the tea? You know, every time you finish to get <laughs> Thankfully another Thankfully not, no, no, no. Probably wise. But uh, yeah, it was quite a livener and it, it works better than coffee in a lot of respects. Yes, I can imagine. One other thing that um, we should probably mention which was good fun was Dulwich's sad exit to Macclesfield. We watched that in Water into Beer, didn't we? Uh, we a did. bottle shop in Broccoli on the radio. We watched it on the radio. Mm. Quite unusual to listen to Dulwich Hamlet on the radio. And unusual to be sitting in a bottle, sitting yeah, in a yeah. shop drinking. I was, I was as excited on the way to the bottle shop to listen to the radio as I was going to a live match, to be honest. It's yeah. just because it's so novel. Yeah. So a, a little uh, pocket of Dulwich Hamlet fans who hadn't made the trip to Macclesfield um, listened to Dulwich lose, sadly, 2-0. But mm. a brilliant time we had there, didn't we? And we made feel very welcome by the host. We got a freebie off Tim. Popcorn. Popcorn all night and uh, managed to watch it with a few... Dulwich diehards, who was there? Pete Lartars, Will Clunas, Tom, Ben Sibley was threatening to... Uh, the vicar. He was the vicar, <laughs> wasn't he? Threatening to uh, Facebook Live the entire second half from the bottle shop. That's right, I'm not sure yeah. if he did. I don't know. Uh, he was doing something with his phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Great addition to Broccoli. I look forward to going back there. Sharpish. Absolutely, yeah. One thing we did forget to mention was the Blythe Hill Tavern, where we went to, went for uh, Gold Cup Day on St Paddy's Day yeah. to watch a whole day of racing. Cracking uh, pub. Isn't it? I, I just can't see how it can be better. Mm, mm. The beer is sensational. Hophead is probably the best I've had. Mm. And the Guinness is probably the best I've had in London as mm. well. Lovely to see a pub so ramo at 3pm as well, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and, and well before that as well. Yeah. I mean, really, you couldn't get a couldn't get a table after one o'clock. No, it was standing room only, lots of betting slips being waved in the air, Guinness spilled on your shoes, people slapping on you on the back. Yeah, and even though it was completely packed, people got served immediately. Mm. I mean, they really know how to run a pub. Totally. And at the end of a day of winning money and drinking, Con, the landlord, handed out Irish stew and soda bread for everybody in the place. Magic, absolutely superb. And then you can get straight back to bed. For half, half eight, nine, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I think we'd earned after a, a two days on it. Uh, uh, Cheltenham win double. Yeah. Um, that's the Blythe Hill Tavern. Is it in Forest Hill or is it in Catford? I think it's Catford. It's definitely yeah. on the South Circuit, yeah. which is yeah. which is why it is scandalously ignored by so many yes, drivers. Indeed. But it, yeah. it's it's worth stopping and uh, look out for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget the car. <laughs> So our main topic today is uh, how to not die. Yes. Uh, not that we're promising immortality, of course, just clarifying our position. Yeah. Uh, it was originally called Health and Beauty, I think, but um, mm. we've been that title, mainly because there's nothing about beauty in it. Um, 
but we are going to be talking about health and we're lucky enough to have Dirty South here today who has been representing deserters health and beauty output for the last two years i'm the um, face of health and beauty absolutely <laughs> sculpted sculpted from margarine um <laughs> So yeah, health and beauty. And the reason that this uh, presented itself to us as a potential topic of the episode was because you've picked up an injury, haven't you? I, I did pick up a, a, an injury walking. Yes, yes. a yes. walking injury, yes. yes. Uh, walking fast away from uh, school gate small talk. Yes. Um, and you know, it occurred to us that a walking injury is perhaps the time when you need to look at your wider health regime if you're picking up injuries walking. It does remind me of when I um, uh, acquired my uh, sofa injury when I <laughs> did my back in watching a League Cup quarterfinal. I got up to celebrate a goal uh, to punch the air and my back went. Um, so yeah, yeah, you, you had a fight with the air and lost. I, I did, I did, and and that was my wake up call, and that's why I look like I do today. Right, that Su- explains a lot. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we, what we're going to try and suggest today is some ways to get healthy without sort of losing the your impetus in life. I mean, yeah, it, not too healthy. Not too healthy. I mean, no, but, you know, God put a, a distance between pubs for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, and, uh, walk they it. should be used. Yeah, walking. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> I mean. Isn't it, let me ask you a question, Vinny. No. Is it <laughs> absolutely not? Is a health regime at odds with a life of wanton hedonism? And this is what our listeners surely will be asking themselves when they yes, see. I think regime is a strong word, but you know, remembering to um, get up occasionally, tie your shoes. And, uh, yeah, don't go the slip-ons route. That's, that's dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah, walk between pubs. Yes. Um, perhaps do some video gaming. Yes, we'll come on to that. There's lots of casual gaming you can do, I think. Um, hedonism, though, uh, you know, while not solely the domain of the healthy, you know, the healthier you are, the longer you can have fun. Would that not be one way of looking at exactly. it? Exactly. We want we, to carry on doing it. We're enjoying we? this, and we want to do it for as long as possible. Yes. And... Um, you know, some some ways are easier than others. Like being being a very simple gender. I mean, out of all genders, mm. we are the simplest men, aren't we? Uh, no doubt. If, if we see a ball, for example, we will chase it. Yes, of so course. That Briefly. Can, that can be good for us. Um, but uh, of course, getting a few guys together to have a kick around or whatever, uh, or even a game of tennis doubles, you know, is tricky mm. when they're all at work or whatever yeah. it is people do during the day. Mm. So we have to um, go for some more sort of casual gaming ideas, don't we? I mean, we've all, have we not, enjoyed kicking a tin can along the road to the pub, for example. Every little thing like that helps. And, of course, the Irish have formalised that, haven't they, with road bowling. They're way ahead, yeah. They are. I mean, the road bowling is is basically throwing a cannonball as far as you can on the way to the pub, Mm. seeing how many shots you do it in. It's quite genius. Um, other things you might consider would be uh, waste paper basket golf. Classic. Yeah, can be played at home. I mean, many an undergraduate spare hours played doing that. Uh, it, a couple of sheets of the enemy, or perhaps these days you'd need to find something that was actually in print, scrunched up with a sellotape shell, mm-hmm. a single waste paper basket. 
Robert's your mother's brother. Mm. Off you go. You, you can, it's endless. You can move the waste paper basket to different yeah. uh, And before you locations. know, you've missed your lecture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're fit. Yes. It's enough to go to the <laughs> yeah. pub. Another uh, college classic was Futt. Uh, have I ever told you about yeah, Futt? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Ri Richard's, Richard invented that. Uh, mm -hmm. um, that was a game played with an orange, and you play it lying on your back, preferably in bed, um, and you throw the orange up to the ceiling, uh, and if it makes a thud, mm. you've failed. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't touch the ceiling, you've failed. Mm -hmm. But if it touches the ceiling just enough to make the sound Futt, <laughs> then you score a point and pass the orange on. Again, that could be transferred to the pub as well if you've got a you know a landlord who's got a bit of understanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did knock out a few lights in our time. Um, you mentioned video gaming. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if are you a big video gamer? Not a lot, actually. No, no, no. no. I mean, I've got a Wii and, and uh, I do have a go on the tennis every now and then. Of course. Which, you know, you can pretend to be playing tennis, which is a minor form of exercise. Yeah. And then when you get tired, you can sit down on the sofa. Just do it on the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. I do play a lot of video games. I mean, I'm often found at three in the morning drenched in sweat. <laughs> well, I have heard that, but. I hadn't heard the explanation. You know, I've been on the Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah, and I thought this can't be good for me. You know, my heart rates up. I'm, mm. Yeah, what am I doing? You know, I should really do some proper exercise. But no, a U.S. study from the Mount Sinai School of Medicine has discovered the following: the increased heart heart rate, systolic and diastolic blood pressure, and oxygen consumption associated with video gaming is good for you. Mm. The increased metabolic rate and cardiovascular stimulation is similar in magnitude to mild intensity exercise. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So forget the jogging, just mm. get the snares out and fire up Super Mario World. Yeah. You're going to live forever. Roxy, talking of Roxy earlier, she had a, a sort of an innovative approach to getting fit. <laughs> yes, she did. Date, your, date a personal trainer. That's right. It was how, that was how, actually how she met Jan, wasn't it? It was, yeah. She fancied him. And then oh, she, oh, she knew him before. She fancied him first. She, she? I think she fancied him first and then decided to, uh, to join his class. Oh, I see. Before they started doing one-on-one -on -one sessions. <laughs> yes, the internal massage she was so fond of. <laughs> well, they didn't work out that well in the end, did it? Because it started... Fabulously, yeah. She got, she fit. got a very fit bloke, who, and yes, he got her fit, and uh, you know, and then um, he, he just carried on getting healthy. Yeah, I mean, she likes to have a, a glass of wine with most meals, doesn't she? Especially uh, breakfast. Yeah, and I think after after it stopped being a celebration, Jan went back to water mm. and kind of thought she would too. Yeah, yeah. I think she was terrified that she might have to have sex sober. <laughs> That was the last straw for her, wasn't it? So he, he got binned. Anyway, um, she got six months out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing we should possibly touch on regarding health is that uh, work is unhealthy for it's you. very bad for you. Yes. I mean... Uh, Especially if you work hard, you know, and you're under stress and you're doing lots of hours. Yeah. One, uh, an Anglo-Finnish study recently found that there's a clear correlation between the amount of hours worked and the risk of depression. No way. Yeah, I mean really, <laughs> do you actually need to do a study mm. to work that out? Uh, water's wet, did you know that? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, give up the job. I mean, don't, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't 
Yeah, feel. I mean, there, there are obviously medical dangers to deserting, but with the, the, the medical dangers of uh, working too hard, you, you haven't enjoyed yourself at all. It's mm. just it's been a load of heartache, and you're still worried about it, and you can't sleep, and every disease known to man can mm. be caused by it. Yes. But the medical dangers of deserting, say, gout, for instance. Oh, you've had some experience of that as well, haven't you? A, a little, yes. Um, but at least, you know, there's no such thing as free gout. You know, you... Um, You've earned it. You earn it, yeah, through rich living, rich food, meat and Red wine, booms. is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get it from eating too much herring, but... Is uh, that how you got it? <laughs> alas, no. <but laughs> I think if you had got it via herring, you need to have a look in the mirror, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely, really? have a word, really. Yeah, I did see... Um, Somebody tweeting the other day, uh, Princess Miss D said, uh, My friend has gout. Who the fuck even has gout anymore? It's the 90s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, nice payoff. Yes. Did you follow her? Uh, I, I was following her anyway, and I, and I replied that I did, and uh, I was gout and proud. Very good. Very good. Disease of kings. It is the disease of kings, yes. And as, as my doctor told me when I uh, went to complain of my foot pain, and, uh, yeah, it's unusual to get a compliment like that from your yeah. doctor. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, and, of course, with, like, with gout, just to underline your point, you can take a pill. You know, with yes. work, yeah. no, it's, yeah. it's not as simple as that. No. You'd still be expected in the next day, whatever pill you take. Yeah, and if you've got a bit of a limp, you can often get a seat at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> comes with built-in bonuses, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we should probably say that it's our position that diets are essentially junk. Yes. Uh, we, we They're good for the diet industry. Yes. I mean, Americans spend $40 billion on diets every year. Yes. And have you noticed how slim they're getting? Absolutely. <laughs> diet industry won. Americans yeah. nil. <laughs> I did the 5-2 diet for a while. I don't know if you remember that. I had a, some success with that. Right, yeah. The 5-2 diet. Potty. Yeah, the 5-2 diet is the diet where you f almost fast for two days a week and can eat basically what you like for the other five. Mm. And one of the things that drew me to it was that on your fast day, you can always say to yourself, tomorrow I can have egg and chips, <laughs> which is very helpful when you're feeling very hungry. Yeah. There's always tomorrow. I did lose some weight on it as well. Uh, unfortunately, after four months, I also contracted shingles. Mm. I lost another stone. Yeah, I don't remember that. And... Um, it, it just opened my mind, really. Rather than do a fasting, a 5-2 diet, why not just contract an unsightly viral disease on yeah. an annual basis? And that's what I do now. Yeah. And that's why I'm so perfect. Right, I see. Um, I also do DIT, D-I-T, a version of the HIT, high-intensity training you may have heard of. Yes. This was... Um, the high intensity training where for you just do seven minutes a week of in high intense activity. A week? You sure about maybe, that? maybe it's a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've moved it into the arena of dieting. Mm. I do DIT. So for seven minutes a day, quite regularly, um, I don't eat a single thing. Well, for how long? Seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes. Hero. So, uh, yeah. In short. In short. Dieting is bullshit. Work is bullshit. Some exercise is good for you, but mm -hmm. please, please do not blog, tweet, or talk about it. Thank you. Right, the news. Oh, yes. 
Uh, first up, Brexit. Have you heard of that? No. No, me neither. <laughs> uh, so let's have a look at these notes here. Yeah, by the time you hear this, Article 50 uh, may have been triggered. Um, well, probably will have been triggered, won't it? And we'll be on the way out of Europe. Yeah, um, which is you know, difficult to uh, comprehend in some ways. As somebody uh, said on Twitter, uh, the clocks will be going forward on Sunday and back 50 years on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as... Um, who was it? Sir Sand Goblin added, yes, the clocks go forward on Sunday and then back to where they fucking came from on Wednesday. <laughs> um, but what does it mean for us, the uh, ordinary man in the street? Um, we did a little uh, piece on Brexit some while ago. We just on some of the be benefits of it. Uh, yes, there's some of the benefits, really, because uh, it's not all doom and gloom. Um, possibly just running through uh, some of these as a reminder. Mm, let's do it. Um, so what does Brexit mean for you? Well, first of all, we'll be free to defecate on our own beaches, just like the old days. We will be able to sack people just because we don't like their hair. Creationism can once again be taught in our pubs. Mumbai will revert to its proper name, Bombay Mix. School dinners will be British, bringing back such classics as spaghetti bolognese, pizza, chicken bolti, and mechanically recovered turkey parts shaped like tractors. Love that. We will be free to drink milk naturally flavoured at source with delicious steroids, antibiotics and preservatives. We can call Majorca Majorca again. The great British crab stick will once again be formed from the residue of industrial waste. <laughs> we can throw bags of dog shit up into trees without interference from Brussels. The 12-hour overnight boat train to Paris will be reinstalled and the Eurotunnel will be filled using bent bananas and unpasteurised cheese. Western Supermare will be renamed Western the Wonder Horse. <laughs> Britain will return to the days of having no voice on the world stage, no influence and no friends, just how we like it. Immigrants will all be booted out of the UK and will all be able to work seven days a week cleaning toilets, laying tarmac and changing sheets in hotels until we retire aged 87. Unilateral fiscal policy will rejuvenate ailing industries such as smuggling and piracy. Garlic will be eradicated. Slavery will be reintroduced. Ashby de la Zouche will be renamed Ashley, you cunt. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that the Remainers promised us, which is a bit of a concern, uh, was that there would be three million jobs created. That does concern me. Well, th that's not going to happen. Although, uh, you know, I'm concerned that there'll be a lot of uh, people leaving the UK and there will be so many jobs around that I'm going to look bad for not having one. A bit like World War One all over again, where... Mm, you're like the work coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk into a pub and you know, everyone nudges his mate and you know, somebody says, yeah. uh, so where were you in the war? And you're like, well, uh, I was a blogger. <laughs> Part-time. When, when, when are our rulers going to get it into their heads that we don't want the jobs? That's right. We just want the money. Yeah. Is that too difficult to understand? I don't think so. It's all back to basic income. It all it? comes, yeah. everything comes back to basic income. Just give us the money, please. I mean, um, Nedley James on Twitter. Uh, Who was out there at the bar, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. um, he sent us a, a letter from Viz, which I thought uh, summed it up quite well. I'm tired of hearing how the downturn in our economy affects hard-working families and individuals. 
What about us lazy fuckers? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, and there are some other benefits. I, I noticed some, uh, someone on Twitter pointing out um, that we're going to be saving some money as a nation because claimants may lose benefits if they do not lean English. <laughs> That's splendid. <laughs> it is. I mean, leaning is a big part of the deserter game. Isn't it? I mean, the elbow is a very important organ. Yeah. and <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And if you're going to come to our country, mm. you better learn our ways, really. Yes. And uh, we lean in a very particular way. We do. We like to have a good lean with a pint and moan about how tired we are. Yeah. Join in. Um, one thing it will mean to me is that I'll probably get an Irish passport. Oh uh, yes, after you, Brexit, you're, you've got a little Irish. In thanks, to, thanks to thanks uh, to my dear old mum. Right. Um, but I'm starting to wish I could get a Finnish one. Oh. Uh, they have a word, Kalsari Kanit, which means getting drunk alone at home in your underwear. Oh, that is very <laughs> you. <laughs> so yeah, I want to join them. So would you prefer Finland over Ireland? Right now, yes. I see. It's the fact that you get gout. From possible heroin <laughs> consumption. Is that, is Actually, that? they probably do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Not to mention the vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me. I'm going to put you on the spot about uh, Brexit, then, Vinny. Yeah. Brexit. Butter or lard? <laughs> Butter every time. There we go. That sums that up perfectly for me. <laughs> um, next up in the news is pub and beer news, and unusually for this episode, it's all upbeat. Yeah, it's all good news, Isn't it? and there's lots of it as well. Um, they're still knocking down Kempton Park, don't get us wrong, it just doesn't feature as part of the news this week. Yeah, yeah, let's keep it up. Keep it up, yeah, sorry, yeah, up, up, <laughs> up. Hit me. Okay, well, the Spit and Sawdust pub is a pub in, uh, near the Elephant, between the Elephant and Borough. It's, um, it started doing gigs from uh, the, the guys um, who booked the bands in at, at the, the Gladstone, and they've got mm. the same pies as the Gladstone, some of the same staff as the Gladstone. Mm. And when I was there, some of the, the old clientele from the Gladstone. Mm. Uh, but they've also got six great car scales and six uh, kegs as well. It's a, it's a great pub that's uh, not getting enough attention. Um, and uh, yeah, saw a great band there, had a great time. Did you say where it was? I was um, thinking about something else. It's between else. the Elephant and Borough. Okay. It's, it's in the old Beehive, which is a right old rough house. Um, right, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, very nice. Okay, excellent. Well, that's interesting because the Glad, mm. which was to come back in the spring as Pegs and Phrases, yes. um, has decided, uh, by all accounts, not to call itself Pegs and Phrases, yes. but to call itself the Glad, yeah. which is probably a better name, isn't I it? I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, good luck. I th they're opening soon, aren't they? We don't quite know when. No, but, uh, spring, yeah. yeah I think they've got them. good intentions, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll certainly give them a good chance. Totally, we? absolutely, see them in there. Um, another one to mention is Clapton Craft in Forest Hill has opened. A, uh, it's a bottle shop, isn't it? It's a bottle shop yeah. of the East, Growlery East London chain. Clapton Craft. Yeah, they don't have any in, any in situ drinking. No, which I think shows a sort of perhaps a slight misunderstanding of South London yes. subculture. Mm. I mean, if you think of our favourites, water and beer, hot burns and black and so on, mm -hmm. they all allow you to have a little sup in there, don't they? Yeah. we like to have a drink in the shop. We can't wait till we get home. <laughs> I mean, that's just a bonus. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll be introducing that at some point. Um, yeah, uh, you found one in um, Waterloo, did you? Yes, Vaulty Towers. This is from the people who brought us, <laughs> who brought us the vaults. 
the vaults uh, yes. down the other end of um, Lower Oh, Marsh. yes, they're, and they're it, good. Yeah, yeah, so um, they've, they've made a very interesting boozer out of, I don't know if you remember, Carriage 34, uh, which oh, was... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, that the, place that uh, oh, I think they there, had. Yeah, it? it's yeah. in there. That's where you could sit at the bar and it was as if you were on a train and the landscape would go past you on That's the wall. right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah which is quite, quite a nice idea. But I think they ran into some problems with... Uh, Late, TFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Late night fighting, I think, was the problem. Um, but uh, yeah, the Vaulty Towers has got a late license on some nights, has a sort of cabaret, I think, on a Thursday night um, mm. after 11. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, that's got to be worth a look. Okay. Uh, Cat- Catford Bridge Tavern is coming along. I understand it, you noticed it had a roof the other day. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, that's progress. It's a yes. prerequisite. I think it, they're working very hard to get that open. I think it's supposed to be March 30th they open. Um, it looks oh. like they still have quite a, yes. a, a lot to do, so I don't know whether they'll, they'll make it or not. But right. that'll be a great addition to Catford as uh, yes. they already have two cracking boozers. Indeed. You've got to have three, haven't you? I think so, for a destination. Mm. Well, someone that did open on time was Hearn Hill's Half Moon. Hooray! Um, yeah, which opened uh, this week. Um, first impression is very good. There's no live music, unfortunately. There's no football. Um, mm. But the refurb is very good, and it is still very much a pub up front and round the side, if you don't look at the dining area. Right, um, okay. And where is the dining area? Right at the back where the old music oh. is. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. So it is kind of sort of tucked away. It also got a lot of outside space, which will be useful mm. as well, I'm sure. Um, and this was, of course, the the home of that old bard list. Do you yes. remember? Um, of course. You may have seen, um, I think we've got it on our site somewhere, If on the, on the Hearn Hill Reopens post. Mm-hmm. But this is the bard list. Um, written up by the old bar, man, old bar manager, which featured such um, people as Mickey Two Suits, One-Armed Keith, Ex-Con Chav Twat, and Flat Cat Coke Fiend, none, <laughs> none of whom were allowed in. Um, and uh, our friend Mel uh, noticed, uh, was chatting to the bar manager, who said, the new manager, who said they'd actually got the bar list mm. and they'd framed it and were going to put it up behind the bar. Right. Um, and uh, Mel told them, well, uh, yeah, quite a few of them will be in on Monday night. <laughs> Apparently his eyes nearly popped out of his head. <laughs> when I was in there, there was no sign of the bard list. So right. Probably uh, decided against it in the end. Um, <laughs> Cell Camera have, noticed, have announced their uh, pub of the year. South East London camera. Yes, I, I was a little surprised to hear the Long Pond won it, but you know, oh, hats I off. I thought you loved the Long Pond. Oh, I do love, I do love it. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, hats off to Mike. Yeah, um, because that's quite an achievement, having only been open, you know, very definitely. I mean, he's doing something very, very right indeed. Yeah, um, which I mean, is probably you know, in a, it was in a pretty dry area, wasn't it? Which it can't was. do him any harm. It was one one of those kind of temperance areas, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, you know, right. things have changed, and they're able to open one. And it's always had good beer, and yeah. um, uh, it's become very much uh, you know a part of the community there. Uh, At number two was Nunhead's Ivy House. Right, which yeah. is cracking, which actually yeah. won our World Cup of Pubs yeah. the year before last, didn't it? Yeah, it is a beauty. Lewisham. Oh, yes, you know, the Ignition yeah. Brewery uh, came to our attention lately. Are they, cause they have a, uh, a beer called South of the River. The beer is brewed by people with learning disabilities uh, under the uh, care of a couple of head brewers. Mm. Um, I know the guy who, who's... Uh, running it was saying you know they, they wanted to give them something to do that they could be really proud of you know, mm. not just sticking uh, paper clips in boxes but uh, what is that what they get 
people with learning difficulties to do. Yes. They, they, well, they don't anymore Put now. Paper clips in boxes. Look at the bright side. Now they're making beer. Absolutely. And, um, uh, and it. it's very much aware that uh, the beer has to has has to be good. It's got mm. to compete on the market. You know, nobody's going to buy it because it's uh, uh, you know out of charity. Um, did you manage to taste South of the I River? I haven't had any IPA. yet. No, but uh, I know they uh, brewed it at Ubrew um, in Bermondsey with the mm. hops donated, I think, from the Colonel Brewery. Right. Um, I heard it was good, uh, and I think you can get it at. You brew. Okay. I, I haven't seen it anywhere else. I was at Hotburns and Black last night, and they were they were saying, yeah, they're not sure where right. to get it, but right. uh, they also do a Lucian Pale Ale. So, I'd uh, yeah, I'd, I'll definitely give that a go when we get the chance. And finally, it was good also to hear that the Alexandra in Penge has finally reopened its doors. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's been a long time coming, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the nice little one opposite the Alexandra Nurseries, not yeah. far from Southey Brewing, yes. who um, tweeted a picture of them hand-delivering the, a couple of barrels to the pub. It must be a nice feeling, hand-delivering your, your yeah. beer from your brewery Brilliant. to a local. So we'll have to get down there, I think, and sample that one, won't we? Mm. Uh, okay, that's enough pubs and beer. Uh, next up was the... Uh, Oh, film the film festival. festival, yeah, the Charlton and Woolwich Film Festival. Yeah, the Charlton and Woolwich Free Film, Free film festival, festival, which goes... Very important which word. had the first one last uh, last year in um, uh, September, and they're doing another one this year, and they've asked us to host a night mm. uh, at the White Swan in Charlton Village. Yes, that should be good. I mean, we considered a number of films um, to show on our night. Uh, the Big Lebowski yeah, came natural, to us, yeah. drinking and smoking. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, swingers, we thought of. Inherent Vice. Yes, I mean, that would be a very good one for the dressing up, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I know last and year the they mumbling. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd have to, I think, be stoned off your box to get the most out of it and yeah. not be that concerned about hearing all the dialogue or plot. Yes, or oh, yeah, not giving a damn about what was going on. <laughs> But in the end, we decided to go for with an A and I, didn't we? Yes, why not? I mean, it, it seems so obvious, really. Um, almost too obvious. Almost too obvious, yeah. <laughs> Which but is the, why we considered some others, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But it's a perfect film to watch in a pub, isn't it? You know, yeah, absolutely. Drinking in it, you know, you can try and keep up with them. I have tried that once before, actually, and it didn't go Ouch. well. Ouch, no, no. Yeah. Not the, not the lighter fluid. Not the lighter fluid, no. Um, but yeah, if you've seen it half a dozen times already, you're still going to enjoy seeing it again, especially in a pub. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, don't bother till September when yeah. we'll be showing it. Yeah. Um, and there are some people who haven't seen it, especially younger people. And no, I don't know, I think. No, I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a uh, cracking movie. Somehow managed to turn a sort of some you know, dystopian existence into some sort of aspirational lifestyle, didn't mm. it? Which is a remarkable <laughs> filmic trick. And uh, thoroughly look forward to seeing it outside with a pint in each hand. Yes, September ice in the cider. Warm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. September tenth, I believe, at the Is White it? Swan. Oh right, okay. Didn't White know we had a date. Swan in uh, Chelton Village. Top notch. Okay, moving on to um, social media. Oh yes, the section where ostensibly we don't have to do very much. First of all, we've got a YouTube channel. Oh, so we do, yes. Thanks, Heather, for that. Another bloody thing we've got to do. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, we, we have had videos out for a little while, haven't we? Uh, yes, on, on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. yeah. I did ask Heather why they were only on Facebook. 
and she did tell me, but yeah. I forgot to listen. Mm. So um, now, if you're not on Facebook, they're actually on YouTube. Yeah. So you can check them out on YouTube. Um, and subscribe, if you like, like so many have. And subscribe like so many have, as it says here. <laughs> uh, so one of the ones we put up recently was called South London Calling, um, which actually featured uh, the Campbellwell Carrot from mm. With Nail and I, oh. didn't it? Uh, the, the idea of the piece was to uh, have a look at some things in everyday life that South London hath given its name to mm. you know in the, in the sense that Vauxhall was synonymous with pleasure for hundreds of years due to the pleasure gardens and shit cars uh, yeah <laughs> um, yeah things like uh, Belvedere for example I mean yes. Belvedere is famous for its incinerator but did you know <laughs> it also has a vodka I didn't know that yeah no, which that is possibly a byproduct of the incinerator <laughs> <laughs> Forest Hills is a Hills is a brand of trainers from yes. Adidas mm -hmm. uh, and the um, aroma of Docklands has been captured for all in a scented candle called Canada Water. Oh that's beautiful. Um, but I think my favourite was the uh, you know, the sense of Brixton you get from a corner sofa bed. Yeah that screams Brixton to me <laughs> yes. But um, lastly, we, we thought maybe we'd missed a couple off that uh, video, didn't we? Yes. Um, I mean, there's, uh, South London gave the, the world the nutritious but ultimately foul vegetable broccoli. Yes, named after the SC4. So that you are broccoli. If you eat broccoli, it's also <coughs> known as Crofton Park. <laughs> and um, we also wondered if... Um, Peng, you know how the kids say, you look peng. Yes. They often say that to me. They don't probably, say that to me no, so much. No, you don't get no. it so much. You're looking peng today, or peng today, Radio, they mm. say. We think um, an archaic form of that is penge. I believe so. I yeah. believe that's true, so yes. So penge yes. gave its name to peng. In the old days, the, yeah. they used to say, yeah, the pengist monk. Yes, that's right. So, yes, you'll be familiar with the pengist, pengist munch. Yes. It's pengist monk. From seventeenth century. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's a real true fake fact. Absolutely. Um, the another thing you noticed something that made you chuckle on uh, oh, Twitter, the, didn't you? Yes, uh, who, who was it? Belzy. Yeah. Um, Belzy tweeted um, a picture of a, <coughs> a sign in a pub um, that said uh, you know, like children on a leash and no small dogs or something um, and, no, <laughs> uh, and no paparazzi yeah I thought we don't really need those signs in uh, in South London no, do we but yeah. do occasionally get a, a, a celebrity um, venturing south yeah. yes um, well actually it happens it happens quite a lot but Shia LaBeouf he uh, he he wandered into New Cross he or Shia <laughs> Um, but he really seemed to embrace the South London way. I mean, because he was, he was known to have been in the Hobgoblin in New Cross uh, a couple of times uh, because oh. both times he got in a fight. Ah, good One, lad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there was any paparazzi snapping him, but uh, nonetheless, someone nicked his hat. Oh. So uh, he ended up uh, fighting him. Oh. And uh, on the other occasion, uh, somebody in insulted his uh, girlfriend's mother, so he headbutted him. Oh. <laughs> Charmer. Um, I do remember when uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole were house hunting in Dulwich, uh, they dropped into the dog, you know, the greyhound, uh, yes. um, mm. for a half a Guinness. Right. Steady um, on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> e easy, Tom. 
And I saw Mariah Carey in uh, Loughborough Junction Co-op. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure. Just from the back, yeah. um, she was buying eight tins of Cronenberg 1664. That was her. Yeah, uh, which she called numbers. <laughs> eight tins of numbers. <laughs> and then she was going to go back, drink them all, and pretend she was a butterfly. <laughs> and that really reminds me, actually, of when... Um, Scarlett Johansson uh, papped us. Do you remember? Oh, God. I mean, uh, I mean really? What's, yeah, what's she rude. like? Mm. We, were, we were in a loft apartment on our road. I forget what it's called now. It's the one where the knitting factory yes. is, isn't it? Yeah. In New York. And um, for reasons we possibly don't need to go into at the moment, we were naked. Yes. And we looked across the window. <laughs> Who was looking into our window? But Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, with her phone, Scarlett Johansson. I mean, that's just real. I mean, we were papped by Scarlett Johansson, weren't yeah. we? And naked. Yes. Unfortunately, we were naked, not... Scarlet. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I, find, I found it very rude, and you know, you can remember the hand gesture. Okay, but <laughs> never forget it. Yeah. Um, okay, and uh, then finally, there's a couple of uh, other things you noted that. Yes, uh, Andrew Large, uh, AP Large on Twitter, um, has been yes. touring. Is, is touring every single pub in South East London. Uh, he's he's a, a prominent uh, person at. Uh, South East London camera, isn't he? Yes, that's um, right. Yeah. So presumably this is um, part of his duties. I mean, he's already over a hundred. Um, Do you know how many there are in South East London? I've, I don't. I was going to say one hundred and seventy-nine. Well, there are one hundred and eighty-eight in Southwark. So I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all about the research with us, isn't it? It is. I mean, it is. Funny first, accuracy second. <laughs> if that was <laughs> my yeah. On the tattoo, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's he's obviously a completist because he's going to all sorts of pubs that have no real ale and uh, mm. and reporting that back. Yes, as a warning to others. Good lad, good lad. Very important work. That reminds me that the World of Spoons challenge is over. You're familiar? familiar with oh you yes, remember yes. them? Yeah, World I do. of Spoons like on Twitter. Very much. Their challenge is over. They've done every spoons in Southeast London. Hats off. Yeah. And I like we love their sort of uh, their sort of reviews, didn't we? Mm. Uh, what's the carpet like? I didn't realise actually that there is a unique carpet for every single spoons. Right, right. It cost up to thirty thousand pounds. Is that right? Yeah, right. get specially made. Um, not but in Europe, not in Europe. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but even their challenge is overshadowed by one Mags Thompson. I was reading the other day. Mags Thompson, sixty-six, who lives in Livingston, Scotland has visited every Weatherspoon in Great Britain. Bloody hell. <laughs> Between 1994 and 2015, she had visited 972. This is on the Weatherspoon um, Wikipedia page. Wow. I mean, I love reading that. I, I, I tend to read it at least once a week. Um, so, yeah, she's visited nearly a 1,000 spoons. I mean, uh, eight of which have subsequently closed, which we don't think was anything to do with her. It's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence, yeah. Mm. I have to say, all this talk about these boozers is making me very thirsty. God, me too. What are we going to do about it? Shall we wrap up? Good idea. Thanks as ever to Matt Hall for producing. And the Chief in Borough for hosting. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Heather is adamant about it. Isn't she? She's quite ferocious. She's got mad eyes. When she talks about, hasn't she? Mm. Um, we've also got some uh, well, a website, etc. Twitter, Facebook. Sorry, Heather. Marvellous. Brilliant. So, um, you got any other plans for the rest of the day? Uh, yes, I thought I would drink all afternoon and then go to a football match. You? Mm. <laughs>
That, I don't think I can beat that. So can I tag along? Sure, why not? Barman! 